Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Baylife Church Port Stevens. We hope you find this message challenges and inspires you in your daily Christian walk. For more information, visit www.baylifechurch.org.au. We are starting a new series on prayer, and uh, Greg Kent's word this morning was very appropriate, wasn't it? Look, I can use my hands. That's amazing. I've got freedom. (laughs) Um, It's fantastic. So... uh, um, so, you know, something that uh, I feel like the scripture that I get challenged with every time I think about prayer is 2 Chronicles uh, 14. And, and if you look at the first verses of there, it says, If my people. And who knows what comes after that? Close. Themselves and pray. Humble themselves and pray Um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face turn from their wicked ways then I'll hear from heaven I'll forgive their sin and heal their land and it just goes on after that my eyes will be open my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place now I don't know about you but man that's the sort of relationship I want with God that's the sort of prayers that I want to give and, and, and I think there's just some principles there. I'm not going to spend time on that this morning, but I just felt like that was so um, central to this. You know, if my people are called by my name, humble themselves, pray and seek my face, then I'll answer their prayer. I'll heal their land. You know, our, our heart for this community is that we reach this community, that we make a difference, that we influence this community. And, and God right there is, is spelling it out for us. You know, are you prepared to really humble yourself before God? Are you really prepared to seek his face? Are you really prepared to pray? So that's in a, in a I guess, in a corporate context, in a, a, that sort of situation. Are we prepared to pray as the body of Christ for our, our community to heal our land? But here's the deal. Prayer hasn't got very much to do with church. You know, um, we pray in church, but the thing is, you need to personally take responsibility of your personal prayer life. We can't do that for you. You know, we can't be there in the mornings. We can't be there in the night. We can't. We can't say, "Have you, you opened your Bible? Have you read anything today? Have you actually prayed today?" That has to be your personal responsibility to take that on, and it's, and you know. It's, it's a relationship between God and hopefully we can encourage that in church. But the truth is, it's up to each one of us to recognize what that is. And, and this morning, we're just start, it's going to be a pretty simple series. There'll probably be three parts and, uh, um, you know, this, it, it's just called prayer. And, uh, and we're going to look at um, just some real simple foundations this morning. What, what is prayer? You know, next week I've asked Vince Harris, Pastor Vince Harris, to come and preach for us and... Uh, because he has had some significant interaction with this point. Um, you know, he, the mystery of un- unanswered prayer. You know, um, he had uh, five, or five kids, I think, and his wife, who was pregnant with their sixth child, dropped dead on the bathroom floor one morning. Just dropped dead. He was pastoring, and, you know... I don't know about you, but that would make me challenge a little bit of my concept of what God 
who God is and, and what he's like. And he had to work through that. And to his credit, he has. And uh, he's got on the other side of that and recognized some stuff about God. And, and so I've asked him to, to talk about the mystery of unanswered prayer. And the, and the third week, there'll be at least three weeks, there may be more, but at least three weeks uh, is how we pray, you know, how Jesus prayed. Um, not what to pray, how to pray. And it's quite, quite different, that. You know, this morning, I just want some feedback from you guys, you know, because um, I'm curious. How many of you would say, if you're really honest, your prayer life could use with some fine-tuning, with a bit of a boost? Just put up your hand if you reckon, I could, just, I could probably just pray a little bit more better or, or more significant prayers than, than I currently do. I think that's all of us. I know that's for me. My goodness, you know, I, I want to be a better prayer. And, and I feel sometimes really inadequate um, in my prayer life. You know, I'm supposed to pastoring the church and... and in the front edge of the church and be a real prayer warrior and sometimes I think it just isn't good enough you know it's just not strong enough and you feel have these feelings of guilt and you're not praying enough and and uh, I know there's a lot of people like that you know and that's enough reason for me to do a series like this on prayer you know to really examine what prayer is about and uh, as I said um, why don't people pray more Here's the, the deal. If we have this all-powerful, all-knowing, amazing God and our relationship with him is through prayer, why don't we pray more? It, it stuns me. It stuns myself, my, my own prayer life. If I have this belief system that says we have this amazing God in our lives, and if the way that I talk to God is through my prayer life, why don't I pray more? <laughs> anyway, I've come up with some thoughts on that this morning, just to start off this, this message. The first one, for some people, they're not really sure how to pray. How do I pray? You know, what, what's the appropriate prayer? Is it okay to pray this? Am I praying the right way? Am I praying too long, too loud? Am I doing it right? How, how do I pray? That's the first thought. The second one is um, we get bored and distracted when we're trying to pray. <laughs> Would anyone say they've been there? Oh, I'm sorry, I've got to admit it. That's me sometimes. You know, it just, you, you know, you're praying and you feel like a man of God and you, you know, there's a great momentum in your prayer and then all of a sudden this thought comes in your head, do I turn off those sprinklers? Oh, that's right. We need to buy some bread. We're out of bread. And, and all of a sudden, you go on from this mighty, mighty warrior to this, well, that's right, this and this. And then you go, oh, heck, what's this praying about? And, uh, um, and I'm off in another direction. The third one is we think our requests are too small for God. We think our needs, our wants, are too small to, to trouble God. And I know Bill's got a, a, he'll constantly tell you about this, that we are. Um, uh, what's the word you use? God botherers. But we've got to bother God, and uh, um, and he often talks about that. You know, God is all powerful. He's all knowing. He's ever present. He's he's in our lives. Why would he be concerned about my little things, bothering him about the things that I'm going through? So often we don't take these things to God. And number four. Um, uh, we're not sure that our prayers will actually make any difference. We're not sure that when we pray, it's actually going to make any difference to anything. And, uh, and if God already knows about it, why do I have to pray it? 
You know, if he's already all-knowing, why do I actually have to pray it? Is that a snore? Or is that, are you all right? <laughs> it's early in the message to be snoring. I just thought I'd better check. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, and so, <laughs> oh, dear me. There you go. I get distracted very easily. Um, you know, so, so why do we need to pray? If God already knows all that stuff, why, why do we need to pray? You know, it didn't work last time. Why bother again? And uh, I'm not sure my prayers will make any difference. And a lot of us go through this life truly believing that we have a God. You know, we believe in God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You know, we, 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 we believe in all that. We, we understand that we've experienced it. And then somehow our prayer life is almost non-existent. And, and basically, you know, I think that this is all about series is challenging some of those things so simple definition of prayer what is prayer and I'll make it as simple as possible is simply communicating with god simple real simple simply communicating with god it's all about relationship it's all about the relationship we have with the father the son the holy spirit it, it, it's so simple and yet it's so difficult to believe we have access to this amazing god all-powerful God. You know, the scripture says we can come boldly before his throne of grace that we might find help in time of need. You know, the, the scriptures tell us that. We know that. We read that. And yet it's hard to imagine we have this access to God. Prayer is just communicating with God. You know, in, in Psalm 5, verses 1 to 3, um, David is praying to God. And I, I think it's a great, great, uh, uh, I don't know, option for us to look at what prayer means you know and, and it says this give ear to my words O lord consider my sign listen to my cry for help my king and my god for to you i pray in the morning O lord you hear my voice in the morning i lay down my requests before you and wait in expectation and and this morning i just want to challenge you to pray creatively don't pray on your knees because you've seen someone else do that I mean, if, you, if that's what you're called to do, do that, of course. But, but have some creativity in the way you pray. Don't make it boring. You know, do something different. Break out of the box that you think that is prayer. And, and you know, for many of us, we do. We, we truly think about prayer being boring. You know, we, we think it doesn't work. And, uh, and I want to really challenge you here this morning. You know, just look quickly at this uh, uh, Psalm 5, verse 1. David says, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Listen to me, God. Listen to me, God. I, I want to talk to you, God. I, I'm asking you to listen. Hear my words. And he says, consider my what? My sighing. My sighing. You see, that's the sort of relationship we have with God. He's so intimate with us. He knows even when we sigh what that means. You know, when I sit next to my wife, you know, I, I can hear her sigh. Sometimes in sighs of frustration. Oh, I married a bloke, you know. And, and, <laughs> no, well, okay. But you know what I mean. You know, it's just uh, him again, you know. And, uh, and then there's other times, uh, and this is probably a little bit more romantic when I've got her in my arms and I hear those, that sigh of, oh, you see? so easily 
And, and you know, the difference between that and frustration, God knows the difference. And he listens to our sighs. That's the sort of relationship he has with us and he wants with us. Verse 2, listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for you, to you I pray. And, and he's acknowledging here that it's not some distant God, it's a God right there, right with us. We've got an intimate relationship. Consider my cry to you. You're my Lord, you're my God. And what he says next is great. He says, in the morning, O Lord, in the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. You hear my voice. I just want you to stop and think about how life-changing that can be. God hears our voice. The creator, the sustainer of all our universe cares enough about us to listen to us. In the morning, God, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay down my requests. And what do I do? What do I do? I wait in expectation. God, you're so good. You're so faithful. I know your goodness. Here I'm thinking about it. I'm waiting on you. I know you can do something. I know you'll do something in this process. Because you did last time. I'm waiting in expectation. I can't wait to see what you did. I'm praying for this. But you know what? Even if it's not that, if it's something else, it's probably going to be better than what I'm even praying for. You are faithful, God. Consider my sighing, Lord. Give ear to my prayers. I'm leaning into you, God. I'm leaning into you. I wait in expectation. You see, this is how David expressed his communication, his prayer to his Father in heaven. I love it. You know, think about this if you've got kids. Um, each, we've got four kids. And uh, each one of our kids are quite different. They, we communicate differently. Well, I communicate with them differently. You know, my son, we don't communicate much unless it's got a football in our hand or we're doing something together and for some reason we just we can talk really easy like that but if we're face to face or trying to have a coffee together it's just like there's a week then good okay well, well what's up next week oh not much okay but when we're doing something together it's just like the, com- the conversations start you know uh, i know one daughter uh, we work best when we're working out problems. You know, we get our heads together and we come together and we work out stuff out. You know, I know we, I used to do dad dates with, with my girls and uh, I know one of their daughters loved going to exhibition houses. And, uh, you know, and so we go to exhibition and for some reason we could talk really easily. And I can't work it out. I don't know what that's about. Another one, she, you only have to say, how you going? It's like, it's out, you know, and... Uh, and we're all unique, we're all different, you know, and we all connect and communicate in different ways. And I want to give you permission this morning to recognize that you are unique. Your relationship with our God is unique. So don't judge or try and work out how to do your walk. I mean, it's good to, to work out how other people do it, of course, that, that's a good thing. But don't judge yourself by how other people, you know, do things you know, you don't have to kneel at your bed every morning if that's not what works for you. Some of you can sing really well. Well, let's sing to God. You know, sing your prayers to God. I'm sure there's other people, God goes, please don't sing to me, you know. Um, please don't. And, uh, you know, so for some of you, you like to write things down. You know, I love to journal. So I like to write my prayers down because it keeps me focused on that. But I know for a wife, it doesn't work that well, you know. Um, some of you, we, we can just learn to do prayer in routine tasks of the day. 
you know, or when you're hurting, you know you just cry out to God at that time. You know your heart is open and you go, God, where are you? I need you. And, and you know, and then there's other of us that, that just when we're having a great day, just go, oh my goodness, that sunrise or that sunset was amazing. Your creation, God, is just astonishing. You know, so we are all really, really different. And we have to recognize that. Now, along that point, Robin's just read a great book, and I haven't read it, so I've just asked her to bring just a few minutes of that because it brings some good context to, uh, uh, to, to uh, prayer. Greg just about covered it. I was going to say you don't really need me anyway. Those of you that know me know one of my passions is personality types. I love the psychology of people. I love just getting to know people and how they tick. So Dorothy sent me this book just in the last week, Praying with the Grain. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. She said, I think you're going to like it. And so once I started to read it, it started to explain a little bit more about our personalities and how we relate to God and how we can struggle in prayer. And when I shared that with Greg, he said, oh, that's amazing, he said, because I'm actually going to be talking about that. So I think he's basically said it, but I think what I just wanted to bring was there's the introverts and there's the extroverts. And you know those sort of people. I'm very extroverted and Greg's probably a little bit more introverted and funnily enough, opposites attract. So most of you in couples may even look at your own situation and think yeah I'm very different so the way we do life introverts are very energized by time alone they really like being on their own so would probably find prayer quite easy because it's a solitude thing they can sit and think about it a lot with no distractions now for a extrovert who likes people and who is energized by being with people it's a bit harder to do prayer because you're on your own and you fidget and do whatever, um, but you can do it. I think what, what he's saying is how you've got to understand who you are and you've got to work with who you are and you don't compare yourself to anybody else. And then there's these four types of functions that who we are as people. There's the thinkers versus the feelers. And this was really helpful to me. The thinkers are those that can just get their logic thoughts down on paper. They're probably great at journaling. Greg journals beautifully, masses of journals and thoughts. And I've tried it so many times, and I do write things down, but mine's a bit more haphazard. It's a bit like bit there, bit there, bit there, bit there. And um, my personality turns out I'm a, a feeling person. So when I do prayer with God, I want to feel God. I'm really emotional with God. And it's quite different to maybe how some of you think, and even how Greg does prayer. I must frustrate frustrate the daylights out of Greg because I'm so different to him yet God knows who I am and I'm reading this released me because often I've thought do you know what I'm not a very spiritual person and when I get with all these pastors and network things I honestly start to think I'm not very spiritual but do you know what I am I love God and I just show my relationship differently I'm a very relational person with God and I can get distracted and I can be busy 
but that's exactly how he's created me and I'm learning to work within those limits. So it doesn't... See what you can do? You can get yourself caught up and go, oh, that person prays three hours every day and they kneel and they... You know, that's fine. That's fantastic. That's the way God's created them and that's how they connect with God. But if you're not like that, don't compare yourself. Get to know who you are. Get to know what those functions in you are, whether you're a thinker or a feeler, a sensor or an intuitive person. And that will very much dictate how you do your relationship with God. But it's also not an excuse. I've also realized, okay, I'm like that, but it doesn't mean I don't develop a good, strong prayer life. And I've been able to do that, haven't I, Greg? Just nod. That's good. I have. Um, Discipline. It takes discipline. So I could say, oh, well, I'm just an extrovert. You know, I don't have to worry about God, but I do. And I've disciplined myself in prayer and working things through in God against my natural tendency. And it's it's a lovely relationship that I have. So I just want to encourage you, whether you're introverted, extroverted, thinkers, feelers, Work through your relationship in God, whatever that is for you. Okay? There you go. Am I on? Yes? That's good. <laughs> good thing. Okay, I'm going to have to move really quickly this morning. So, um, so, you ready? Let's pray about prayer maybe. That would be a good thing to do, wouldn't it? Good thing. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, God, for, I don't know, the the open heavens we have with you, Lord, that we can just so easily communicate with you, pray to you, God, and uh, and that's the way our life is meant to be, Lord. So, Father, this morning, I, I pray this, the word here, the, the scriptures, um, just impress upon us the, the importance and of the way you see prayer and uh, and the way that we can maybe adjust a few things that we're doing or not doing right now and uh, release us into that, I don't know, that communication, that relationship with you. I pray that in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, the first thing I want to say this morning, how are you going to talk to God? How are we going to do that? The first thing I want to say to you is we have to just talk to him with real authentic honesty. He, He knows anyway. Here's the deal. He knows anyway. And for so many people, they think when they pray, it's like they've got to put on this holy voice. You know, oh, the mighty Father of heaven and God above almighty. And they just go on and you go, you don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to. Just talk to God in the way you talk to anyone. Just talk from, from your heart, you know. And, and don't put on a show for God. Don't, don't do any of that. Because I'm sure he's, he's scratching his head sometimes going, why do you put on that voice when you pray to me? Why do you use those words that you never normally use, you know? And uh, um, he just wants to talk, us to talk to him with authenticity, with honesty. And, uh, and in fact, you know, when you, when you look at the scriptures, you know, Jesus criticizes the way people pray, but only two things. We'll look at that in a second. Have I got time to finish this? No, actually, I might move on to that right now. I might just flick out of that just for a moment. Um, Let's have a look at that scripture, Matthew 6, verses seven, uh, 5 to 7. And, uh, and Jesus is criticizing the way people pray. He says, When you pray, don't be like hypocrites, for they pray, love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. Uh, and they're more concerned about what, about what people think about their prayers rather than the prayers themselves and about what God would think. And then he goes on and says this, When you pray, don't keep on babbling like pagans, 
for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Our prayer doesn't even have to be long. In fact, Jesus is saying, don't be long. Don't be long-winded. Don't use too many words. Don't be, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just be real and authentic and honest before God. Yeah, and, and if you do that, your prayer life will improve. It could improve. Be real with God. The second thing this morning, um, we need to talk to God about everything that matters to us. What matters to you? Talk to God about that. You know, talk to him about it in, in prayer. You know, scripture is very clear. Philippians 4, 6 says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in what? In everything. In, in the big things, the little things, the small things. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Everything, that is. Talk to God about everything. Whatever's important to you. Talk to God about it. You know, just like, like his children. You know, just like children would talk to us. You know, I don't know if you remember, if you've got kids that have been small or you remember what that's like, but, but I can just vaguely remember the time when I used to, we used to drive from where we lived to, to where Brenton was looked after by his grandparents. And it used to be about a 45-minute um, journey. And I'm telling you, he asked so many questions in that car. And I'll be exhausted by the time I get to drive off. But he just constantly asked questions. What's that about? What, how's that work? What's this about? His, his mind was just totally inquiring. And I think he wanted to know. And I think it's like that with God. He just wants us to be honest and, and authentic. But then just about whatever matters in our life, talk to God about it, you know. Um, and there's so many examples of that I- I- in the Bible. There's so many different unique ways that people um, actually pray to God. And, uh, and, and I have a whole heap there, but I'm going to bypass that as well because uh, they were just... You know, to I just drop out, did I? Um, you know, just, like Gideon, for instance. You know, um, an angel of the Lord told him to do something and he says, God, if it's this you... I need a sign. You know, give us another sign and, and give me proof. Is that really you? And, and it's okay to do that. Like, he's not looked upon badly. He's not frowned upon. He's, he's able, you were able to do that. You know, um, Elijah prayed that it wouldn't rain. And he said, stop, make it rain, you know. And, and then when he wanted to rain again, he said, God, can you make it rain? Simple. You know, there's no real, real amazing things about that. It's just we just pray what matters to us. You know, it, it, uh, what's going on here? Are you losing signal? Um, if you've got a pray to that. Pray to God about that. You know, if you've got sore feet, pray about that. You know, I, I met with someone this week and, and uh, he had an injury and, and uh, we prayed. And he was walking out the door. I thought, oh, heck, we should have prayed about your arm, shouldn't we? And, and so I called him back and we prayed about that. So often we don't. Pray about those things. We go, well, go to the doctor or go wherever to get that fixed. You know, if you're in exams, if you're in year 12 and you're doing the HSC, pray about your exams. You know, if you're struggling in school, you've got a child struggling in school, pray about that. You know, if you've got a boss that's driving you crazy, pray about that. You know, if you're concerned about your job or the economy or, or what, pray about that. You know, if there's, there's tension in your family, pray about it. Pray about whatever matters to you. God's there. You see, the scripture says in 1 Peter 5, to cast our cares and cast our anxiety anxiety on him because he cares for you. He cares about your life. He cares what you're going through. He cares. Talk openly and honestly to God. Pray about the things that matter to you. Number three, 
Just talk to God continually. Just constant. Just keep talking to him all the time. I know people think you're crazy, but uh, just, just talk to him. He's there anyway. You may as well have a relationship and be talking to him about it. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18 verses, be joyful always and to pray continually. Yeah, the, the King James Version says, pray uh, without ceasing, to pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for it's God's will for you in Christ Jesus, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Pray continually. You know, I think the, the best thing that I ever did was read that book um, by Brother Lawrence called the, the Practice of the Presence of God. I just prayed in every circumstance, every situation, just pray continually, all day long. And I, and I didn't think of prayer like that, I must admit. I actually thought, well, I get up in the morning, I pray in the morning, and then when I get another opportunity through the day, I might pray somewhere. And, and, and if there's real need somewhere, I might pray about that. But no, pray in every circumstance. He prayed while he was washing up. He prayed while he was preparing food. He, prepar- he prayed all day long. Um, the evangelist, British evangelist uh, Smith Wigglesworth said this, I love it, that he never prays for more than 20 minutes at a time. Fantastic. See, it's okay, 20 minutes at a time. But he also said he never goes with more than 20 minutes straight without praying. Whoa. Okay. That's a bit more challenging, isn't it? How often do we just do that morning prayer, we're up and running, and then the end of the day comes, we haven't done another, haven't talked to God at all for that day. Just pray continually. And to be truthful, I think this can be revolutionary for our relationship with God. I actually think it can make all the difference with our communication with God. You see, we, we see people differently. When we're talking on the phone, we pray for that person at the end of the phone. When we see someone on the street, we pray for that person. When we know there's a marriage struggle, we pray for that marriage. You know, when, we, when we, we're going for a meeting, we pray about that meeting. You know, we know when there's a, a decision coming out, we pray about that decision. We pray for a miracle in someone's life who's going through tough illness and sickness. You know, we, we pray consistent conversation with God. You know, there's a guy who said this, he's, um, pray until something happens, push. Pray until something happens. I think it might have been Bill Hybels actually. Pray until something happens. You know, we don't just pray in the morning. We just don't pray when we're having a meal. That's good to do that, but... Have an awareness of the presence of God in your life. Pray continually. Pray until something happens. You know, like the widow in Luke 8. She just kept praying until the judge went, oh, for goodness sake, give it to her, whatever she needs. You know, and Jesus says, be like that. Be like that. Don't, don't you think God's like that? Pray persistent prayer. Pray continually. Pray until something happens. Pray until the circumstances change. You know, we, we prayed for our, our son. He, he walked away from God for probably about eight years. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we didn't see any change. We prayed and no change. And then one day, it was just a glimmer and it actually came in a form that didn't look like hope at all. But something changed in his heart in the process of that. And he, he's... he's Radical transformation, radical decision, radical salvation. He changed. You know, and, and can I say to you, the foundation that I believe is the eight years of prayer that we put in. God's there for us. We've just got to recognize that. What's prayer? It's communicating with God. It's being real and authentic. 
It's praying about everything that matters. And the fourth thing is, uh, and pray continually, the fourth thing is, um, then we need to listen to his response. Do all that. Learn to talk to God. Then, as part of that communication, we need to learn to wait. Just to wait on him. Just to listen to his response. You know, I think of our marriage. I've used it a few times here this morning. License. I don't know why I was dropping out just there, but, um, you know, if our relationship was all about me telling Robin what to do or what my needs were, it wouldn't be a great relationship, would it? Get up in the morning, woman, make my breakfast. I do that, that's okay. Um, uh, you know, go and do my washing. Uh, I need lunch. Uh, I, I need dinner. Um, can you pray about this for me? You know, I've got a real need in this area. Can you just pray? And, and if, if I'm constantly telling, by the time I get the night time and I go, oh, you're looking pretty hot tonight, darling. How about a kiss, you know? And she go, go kiss yourself, you know? And uh, because there's not a relationship there. There's, not a, there's no communication. It's not back and forward. It's just all one way. And there's time when I've got to wait and just go, tell me what you're going through, darling. Tell me what's going on in your life. What, what is that? You know, and, and that's the relationship with our God. That's the intimacy. That's the, the communication where we actually we, we, we share what we're going through with God. But then we have to listen. We have to wait. And, and you say, well, I, I don't hear the booming, loud voice of God in my prayer. That's okay. He doesn't speak to us all that way. In fact, I don't think he speaks to many of us that way. You know, Elijah, when, when he was in a tough place... You know, there was the, the, the wind that tore through the mountain. There was the earthquakes. There was the blazing fire. And he was looking for God and all this stuff. And in 1 Kings 9, and it says, you know, uh, after the fire came, there came a gentle whisper. And God was in the gentle whisper. That's how God spoke. You know, and, and God might speak to you in prayer. He might speak to you when you open up his word and, and reading his word. He'll speak to you out of that. The Holy Spirit will, will certainly speak to you that. He might speak to you when you're doing your daily devotions. He might speak to you in a time of worship like we just did just there before. He might speak to you um, when there's up through other people. He might speak to you through circumstances. You know, he, he may, he's, the Holy Spirit may speak to you clearly, audibly, but, you know, for most people it doesn't happen that way. And you've got to look for God and, and say, well, God, what are you saying to me? Through that, you, you just, when you read that, the word and all of a sudden it becomes, wow, that speaks into my circumstances. I'm believing that's God speaking right there. You know, we have to look for that stuff. The truth is most of us aren't. We're living our lives as by worldly standards. We're, we're, we're not living our lives focused on God, living our lives focused on our own stuff. And, and this morning, I just want to challenge you with those thoughts, just those simple thoughts. Prayer is communicating with God. When we talk to God, talk with real, authentic honesty, you know, about everything that matters to you, everything. Don't, you don't need to leave anything out. He's okay. He, he'll be there for you. He won't shut down on you. He won't... You know, he won't turn away from you. He, 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 he just won't. Talk to him continually and then listen for his response. That's what prayer is. And I, I pray 
for our church that we're known as a praying church, that people recognise that, that there's something different about, about us because of our relationship with God, because we have a communication with God. And, and I don't know about you, but I know the difference. When I know someone's been praying, I'm all over them. Their demeanour's different. They react differently. They speak differently. They think differently. When we're not in that place, we react out of our soul, out of our circumstances, and it never brings good results. It never brings positive outcomes. It never does. So this morning, I just want to pray for you just as we finish and ask the band to come back. I just want to pray that um, in the process of this coming weeks, that you will I don't know, open yourself to God and prayer more. Let's pray. God, listen to the cry of our hearts. Listen to our sighs here this morning, Lord. Listen to, uh, as we pray to you here, God, we, we pray that those communication channels will be opened up even more and more in our lives, God, as we recognize that you are there for us, God, that we can be real and authentic with our, that we, the way we pray to you, the way we talk to you. And God, that you care about everything in our lives. There's nothing that's off limits with you, God. You, you love that, that we can talk to you continually, day in and day out. And then, God, that we can then just wait on you, wait on your response, wait on the, the small, still voice, the gentle whisper, the, the, the word, out of your word out of your word, you know, the, 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 the prompt in our spirit, the, the, that, that, that thing that comes to us sometimes when it catches us unawares, you know. Sometimes there'll be prayer and sometimes we'll be just doing stuff and, and you'll speak to us and we go, oh, that's God, that's God. And if you're here this morning and, and I've already done this once, but I want to do it again. If you want an improvement in your prayer life, I just want you to put your hand in the air because I know I do. I want to go to the next level. If that's you this morning, just stick your hand up and go, Greg, you know, I want to grow my prayer. I know I need to be better in this area. I know I, I probably have dropped the ball a bit. So, so, Father, you see these hands, God, and, and you know what's going on inside our hearts, inside us and our circumstances, God. Father, let us lean into you this morning. Lean into who you are, Father, to know you more, to open those communication channels up, Lord, that we can speak to you as a friend, as a father, Father God, through your Holy Spirit as a counselor, as a guide, as a lead in our lives. Let the light shine on our path through you, God. Through you, God. And while we're still praying here this morning, I want to pray for those people here this morning that maybe haven't even got that relationship going with God yet. They, they, they know about this God. They know about Jesus. Or maybe not. But, you know, you, you just know you're at a place that you go, I need more of God in my life. I've either been there with him and I've stepped away from it or I just need to know more about him. I, I just need to know this God that I'm praying to. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a big deal, but yes, yeah, it's just such a simple decision. It's just making that decision to ask Jesus into your heart. And if that's you this morning, I pray that you will be bold here this morning. And I'm going to ask you to do the same thing I just asked the other guys to do. Just put your hand up here this morning. If you want to ask Jesus into your life, into, to make a difference in your life, and step into this, the God realm that he has got for you. Just put your hand up right now. Right now. Right now. 
that you this morning? Father God, you, you know our hearts, God, and uh, Lord, I, I just pray as we draw near to you, you draw near to us, Lord, that we lean in towards you in the circumstances of life, God, that we communicate with you through, your, through prayer, that we get to know your heart and who you are, that we can trust in that, we can have faith in that, and not that everything will work out for exactly the way we want or we think. But God, you love us and you care about whatever we, whatever we, whatever matters to us, you care about that. God, I pray that we can be listeners. We can be quiet in our spirit to hear what you're saying to us. And I pray that in your name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the message today brought to you by Baylife Church. We hope the message leaves you feeling challenged and inspired to live out your Christian walk. Please tune in again for next week's message.